The No New Friends podcast is brought to you by the personal injury attorneys Kaufman and Lind at whenyouneedus.com. If you're injured in a car accident or any other injuries, give them a call 407-706-3535. That's whenyouneedus.com. Um, he's got like yeah, a belly shirt. It, I'm like, why? Like, belly I did shirt. not come here. What is? Yes, what is, is this I, the I, redneck nutcracker? Did you did you go to North I, Carolina I, to see this, or were no, you? No, it was like it went from it went from the nutcracker to the Chippendales like <laughs> super quick, Scott. And I'm like, I did not come here. And of course, I can't stop looking at his junk because that's Whoa. not normal. Like that shouldn't be there. That shouldn't be there. Like, why is? Why do they let him wear this? Very, very tight, very tight buttocks, Scott. This is uh, a second very, grader you're talking shape. about. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> this guy was like 30 years old. I'm like, why is he in this children's play? And why are they letting the children see this? I, there have been so many uh, laws broken. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what's I, happening right now. I, I just. I was about to go up and citizens arrest him. It was terrifying. And now it's time for the No New Friends Podcast with Scott, Mary, and Chris. Come on at 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. Happy Holidays and welcome to the No New Friends Podcast, voted number one our friends and family. We are the podcast for adults who like to laugh at adulting. If you'd like to connect with us on the Facebook, the Instagram, the Twitter, the YouTube, the TikTok, all of our social media links are right there on our website, nonewfriendspodcast.com. While you're there, check out our really sweet merchandise. Join our clubhouse and become a friend with benefits. That's our Patreon for as low as right now $1 a month, but our prices are going up come the first of the year. You can watch all of our live recordings and see the funny things that right now we're wearing uh, for our special Christmas episode. So just join our patreon it's one dollar a month that's twelve dollars a year i think you can do it i think you can do it you can help us out we are now twitter verified we need that twelve dollars a month or twelve dollars a year so please help uh if you listen to us on spotify apple good pods please give us a rating and review we love that kind of stuff it really really helps us out my name is scott i am the host with me as always my co-host the queen of fentanyl mary wow mary <laughs> How did I become the queen of fentanyl at once? <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> also with us, our other co-host. He is the king of killing segments, the scumbag reselling hoarder himself, and for the holiday season, the Ebenezer Scrooge millennial scumbag, Chris. Kevin! Oh, home alone. <laughs> home alone. Or, or when Mary forgets her kids' names and she just starts yelling random, random but kids' But none of them names. are named Kevin. It's not even close. Oh, oh, I've called my kids. I, I'm yelling at Abby, and I'm like, Mary! And then, uh, <laughs> Darren, Chris! Uh, it was after the drug episode. Uh, <laughs> also, our producer, Alex. What's up, bro? And bro? And and girl bro? So, do you guys remember last year I told you no. that... Uh, 
Yeah, we're Mary. We're lucky if we if we get you to remember to hit send on a text message. So last year would be a stretch, especially with all that fentanyl. That's not even the issue right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Sorry, for those of you. Who- don't remember. Last year, I got asked to play Santa Claus in my neighborhood uh, Christmas gathering. Uh, by the way, Merry Christmas this is our Christmas episode. This is coming out on December 25th. It is Christmas right now. Oh, my God. Yeah. And wow. also, this is our last published episode of the year. So the next time you hear our voices, it's going to be uh, 2023, which is exciting. Wow. I know, right? And happy Hanukkah to everybody except for Kanye West. Right. Yes. <laughs> And happy yeah. Kwanzaa to Bubba Job. Yeah, yes. Blessings to you and your family, Bubba. Yes. So anyway, I get asked to play Santa Claus in this uh, in this neighborhood party. Well, I, I had to turn it down again because I had to work. Uh, but I see on the Facebook group, like, their Grinch dropped out because it's a Grinch-themed event. And, and <laughs> their Grinch drops out. And I'm like, well, that sucks. You know, I have to work. Well, then my schedule gets changed last minute. And oh. it's like, I get a text message on my birthday, which was Friday. And you're so I'm going to stop you right there. You're so full of crap. You know, you changed your schedule. Yeah, Scott calls off at work. You said I there's something going on. It's an emergency. There's a family family emergency. emergency. Yep. 100%. (laughs) That's what you did. And you're like, I don't know how the stars aligned. And it happened on my birthday. (laughs) You know what? It's a Christmas miracle. You're full of it. That's exactly what happened. I did try to change my schedule. I did try to change my schedule and the person wouldn't switch with me. So I was like, okay, well, I'm just not going to be able to do it. It's fine. So I get a call. I'm at Epcot, right? And I'm on my, I'm on round two of drinking because I played golf uh, in the morning and drank. And then I was in a constant state of buzzed all day. No, you seemed pretty sober when I talked to you. Well, yeah, I picked up Abby from daycare you and was pulled it driving. Off pretty well. I had to, yeah, I had to. She wasn't at daycare. She's in school, Scott. <laughs> yeah, but I picked her up from da- <laughs> From after school. It's called school. (laughs) No, in Florida, they just call it daycare. They don't learn much. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, constant state of buzz. And I get this text message at around noon. Hey, can you open tomorrow? And opening for me, that's in at 6 a.m., which means I'm up at like 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, oh, crap. Like, I'm going to Candlelight tonight to see uh, N- NPH. That's Neil Patrick Harris. And uh, I'm, I'm going to be drinking. Why do you have to shorten it? I don't know, especially when Wait, I... why do you shorten if you're just going to say his name anyway? <laughs> just in case I refer to him later in the uh, in the story, I'll just... Oh, MPH. so that's like your in-text okay. in citation? That's what you're doing <laughs> so you can shorten it for later? Exactly, exactly. Uh, <laughs> the business. Uh, so anyway, so I'm like, okay, I, I really don't want to open after my birthday because I know I'm going to be drinking. And I'm like, but wait a second. Now I can go to the Grinch party. And I'm so excited. So I'm like, yep, I will switch. I will I will go to bed early on my birthday so I can go to this Grinch party. And so then I was like, wait a second. Do you guys still need a Grinch? And they're like, oh, yes, we do. So Mary, I'm, you know me, all day I'm working on my Grinch voice, which all it is is a non-Scottish Sean Connery. That's, that's, the, that's the Jim Carrey's <laughs> Grinch voice. Just, oh, I'm the Grinch. I, I still don't believe any part of this. You slash somebody's tires and then they were like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't get to work. Can you please open? And you're like, I don't, wow. <laughs> I don't believe any of this, but can, I do believe that you practiced all day. <laughs> right, right. 
I watched uh, highlights because I didn't have time to watch the full movie. I watched highlights of Jim Carrey uh, as the Grinch just so I could study his mannerisms and how he walks and just the different things that he does because it's a mask. Oh, you, I, why did you have to study it? You walk like that. You are shaped like the Grinch. No offense. <laughs> but that's, what did you have to study? Well, I, I, I just I wanted to get it perfect. Uh, so okay, I I'm, I initially so I, they drop the costume off at my house and I get home and I realize that it's a mask. It's not like face paint or anything. It's a mask. And I'm like, well, how am I going to talk? Once again, how, did you know how to apply Grinch face makeup? Why? <laughs> why was that the part that disappointed you? <laughs> Wait, that's the part that you're surprised about, Mary. I'm surprised there's, that there's a community Grinch. Costume. Yeah, let's address that too. Do they dry clean it in between uses? I well, I hope so because it didn't smell. So I'm assuming that they, they shouldn't do. though. If they want it to be authentic, they want it. To that's, stink. True. that's true. That's true. That's true. So there's this mask. So I'm like, okay, this voice that I've been rehearsing, all these lines that I've been rehearsing, I, I can't use because there's a, it's a full mask. The, the only holes in this mask are for the eyes and it's very, very difficult to see out of. So I, I'm a little bit bummed, but I'm like, okay, I'm still going to make the most out of this. What? You got, you got something to say, Mary. I just, I, <laughs> you're bummed that you didn't have to do makeup. Like you're bummed that your voice may be a little muffled. Like what? You wore a mask for two years in a row because of COVID, and now you're like, I can't do anything with this mask on. It's ruining my artistic yeah. approach to. I, the I immediately became a flat earther in this situation with not being I able to wear a mask. Guarantee you did. So, so I. My but body, I have so my choice is probably <laughs> right. My solution for next year is uh, I, I'm trying to convince Rachel to allow me to hire a makeup artist for the night to do the Grinch. It doesn't – it never ends. I am so done with you. I... Either that or I'm going to buy like a little Mox Vox, you know, the little speaker boxes that has a microphone in it so that I can <laughs> – so that I can talk. Like I had a pantomime the whole night. So I'm so excited. It like, sounds I, awful. <laughs> I can't sleep the night before, Mary. I'm I'm tossing and turning, just thinking about my entrance, and I'm visualizing like when he's being carted into the jubilation, and he's on the he's on the car, and you know he's just making this grand entrance. So um, I get picked up at, at, in front of my house at six thirty, and. By um, what? What picks you up? <laughs> it was an SUV. I thought it was going to be like one of those like really cool golf carts, but it was just an SUV. But I was the meeting place for Santa Claus and Buddy the Elf. So Santa comes up. Wait a minute. What other characters are there? It, it's, it's, the, it's the Grinch, Santa, and Buddy the Elf. That's it. Nothing else. That's it. That's it. So Santa comes up and Santa has already been drinking. Um, and he is like bad Santa. Like he's, you know, F this, F that. Oh, um, just uh, obscene. And I'm... You know, I, obviously we have a, we have an edgy podcast. We say things, but to hear it out of someone who is authentically dressed like Santa. I mean, this was a good Santa costume and I'm hearing him just talk. I bet he had a real beard and it wasn't a mess. Oh, it was definitely, well, he, he had, it was a, it was a fake beard, but, um, he could talk, but he was definitely raunchy and it kind of threw me off. Well, we're waiting for Buddy the Elf and Buddy the Elf doesn't show up. And they're like, well, he usually just kind of pulls in separately. And I'm like, all information, it would have been nice to know before I put the mask on and I'm like sitting here sweating my my dick off. So we we take off and and we're going around the around the bend. Um like it really wouldn't have been that far of a walk, but they wanted this entrance. So we pull up and I immediately like jump they out. They wanted the, the entrance. I, well, I, I wanted the entrance. Okay, I wanted the okay. entrance. Well, 
because well, first of all, so I'm so excited that I can't get the door open. I'm like, I'm not trying to get the door open and I, and I can't because I'm wearing these like Grinch gloves and all that. <laughs> Yeah, with the long fingers and all that. I can't I cannot get the door open. So was it child locked? Was that the problem? That was probably the problem. So I finally get out of the SUV and I'm I am just larger than life and nobody's paying attention to me. I'm bowing, I'm saluting, I'm doing everything imaginable to draw attention because the Grinch has arrived. So I finally get into the group and there's probably about three hundred people here. Like this is the entire neighborhood. Where is it held? It's at the one of the houses that's all decorated like the 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 it's 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 Whoville. I mean, they have this big sled on the roof with the Grinch and the 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 the, the Who's around the Christmas tree. It's this huge thing. If you if the you know how my neighborhood you've got that residence gate. It's that first house there. It's it's like this huge thing. So I finally get into the group of kids, and I'm I'm expecting like uh, you know kids screaming and running away. No, I immediately get pelted by hundreds of snowballs. Just yeah. What what do you mean? What do you mean by that? So they were like you're in Florida. So please explain. They were they were foam. They were foam snowballs. So they had some a little bit of weight to it, so that they they could throw them, but it didn't it didn't oh. hurt. It was just annoying because I already can't see out of this mask, and I'm getting pelted in. in every single direction by the pelted by kids yeah being pelted by these uh snowballs from the kids and i don't want any balls and kids jokes in this episode okay um we didn't make that connection sir if you feel so inclined chris was already typing half my cliff notes (laughs) exactly (laughs) so okay that was okay but i'm walking around and there's no there's no shoes with this this costume they're like these like socks they're they're these like special socks so i'm stepping on stones probably glass a nail went through my foot i had to get a tetanus shot so (laughs) these kids are starting to push me uh, they they <laughs> they rip off the Santa hat and throw it into someone had spilled hot chocolate and they just throw it into the <laughs> the, the the puddle of hot chocolate. I am getting my, my ass kicked for forty five minutes is straight. Filled with really shitty kids. What's wrong with them? Like why? <laughs> well, and and so finally, like they kind of relax. And did the, you yeah. remind them that Santa was there watching them? I couldn't like, talk, Mary. I had a mask on, which is why I need should to... have pantomimed a little better. <laughs> I was trying to pantomime, but there's only so much i can do so um then you signed up for this you (laughs) slashed someone's tires for this (laughs) now it it, in hindsight i should have done one lap through the kids and then stood with santa the rest of the time whoa (laughs) one lap you know through the group of kids you know just uh, saying hi and all that and then I just yeah. I should have just stood with Santa Claus the rest of the time and just taken pictures. But no, I had to be all art- artistic and you know I had to put on a show. And I'm is li- that what it is? Is being artistic? Yes, uh, and it was fun. Okay. I you know I got to take I got to take pictures with kids. Like they started to like okay, let's just take pictures. I was taking pictures with the parents, the kids, and all that. And um, this one little girl, it's uh one of Abby's friend's sisters. She couldn't get enough of the Grinch. She was so excited to hang around with the Grinch. So excited. <laughs> So at the at the end, like I'm like okay, I'm done. So I change into normal clothes and I come out and I go s- to say hi to her. She didn't want anything to do with me. She went running and screaming. <laughs> she was more, uh, so she was less threatened by the Grinch than she was. Pretty me. on brand. That <laughs> right? Sounds about right. <laughs> 
sounds right. So I'm sweating. And you know, you know, kids, they, they get onto one phrase and they're going to repeat that phrase over and over and over again. I got this one girl coming up to me. Do you hate Christmas? And at first I was like, yes, because I'm the Grinch. I hate Christmas. Every, every five seconds. Do you hate Christmas? Do you hate Christmas? Do you hate Christmas? And finally I was like, no, I love Christmas. Um, she couldn't hear me because of the mask. Uh, so she kept asking it. And then, uh, you know, I, I went up to Santa and I like stole some of his candy canes. And so now these kids are trying to give me candy canes the rest of the night. I'm like, guys, leave me F alone. Uh, so 45 minutes and I was like, I'm done. I gotta, I gotta get out of this costume and uh, get into some regular clothes and drink some Bud Light. So are you going to sign yourself up for next year? I already signed a five-year contract, Mary. Yes. I'm going to be, (laughs) I'm going to be doing this the next couple of years for sure. Um, so you're going to do makeup next year. Maybe that'll make it a little easier for you to tell them to buzz off. Right. Well, I think at minimum, I'm going to do the Mox Vox uh, because I, it, in order to properly. Well, yeah, I mean, at minimum. <laughs> <laughs> in order to properly uh, put on the Grinch makeup and the little nose and all that, I'm going to have to shave my beard. And I just don't know that that would look right. Uh, I would probably look like a deformed penis. So I'd rather not do that for a week. Uh, until then you'd have two. So you had, so you had, San, you had drunk Santa, you had, uh, you had creepy Grinch, and you had Buddy the Elf. So, oh was, yeah, so, so that's like the multiverse of sadness. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was happened? the multiverse of sadness. So as I'm leaving, uh, Buddy the Elf is finally there, and he's taking pictures with Santa. Now, what I didn't realize is Buddy the Elf was there the whole time, but he was dressed as a normal person. Drinking like a normal person. So Buddy the Elf, when he's taking pictures, is hammered. <laughs> Absolutely hammered. And, 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 and I know this because at one point he's taking a picture with the kids and he goes, oh, Buddy likes something more than just syrup. Uh, because he had drank and uh, drank and drunk. He had a lot of wine beforehand <laughs> and uh, definitely took him down a, a road of trauma for these kids. I don't know if it was just Buddy the Elf that took him down that road. I uh, I don't know. Uh, well, it sounds like a great time. I'm well, very yeah, happy for you. Yeah, I'm happy you're able to do a lap through all the children. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Stop you, yeah, you got to take pictures. Your words, not mine. Yep. Uh, <laughs> happy you had a good time. So uh, wow. Abby's really excited because next she got asked to play Cindy Lou Who next year. Um, oh, cool. So she's super excited about that because she is – just as dramatic uh, and theatrical as I am. So she's... Well, you're going to have to do the nose and makeup for her, so you might as well purchase the makeup. (laughs) Yeah. Right? You're going to need the full latex set. Go big or go home. Like, if if, if I'm going to do something, I'm going to go all in on it, you know? We hadn't noticed. (laughs) Thank you for telling us. Yeah. So uh, to to end this out, um, and and then we'll go to break, um, I had an interesting... 7-Eleven experience. Uh, it, it made me think I was in Polk County for a minute, but I I am waiting in line at the register and the cashier was was attractive. Not like drop dead gorgeous, but she was she was a cute girl. Okay. Not like works at mom's kitchen. Did you tweet about it? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, but anyway, when I get to the, so um it, she was dumb as a box of rocks, and not like she's gonna make a doctor happy one day. Um, she was an idiot. So the, the person in front of me, they're talking about how many points he has on his 7-Eleven rewards card. And, um, it it was like 25,486, something like that. And she's, she's like, well, you have two. It's like, I really don't know how to read this number. 
And she's like, 25. She's like, well, tell me what it is. And the guy's like, uh, looks like 25,846. She's like, yeah, yeah, I really can't read that. So he leaves and I'm next. And she's like, yeah, I just can't read those numbers. I said, well, let me help. Let, let me help you out. Let, you know, let, let, let me, let me, let me, let me show you. I said, okay. So if you take, let me learn you. Yeah. Let me learn you real quick. She's like, I was like, if you take the three numbers, uh, to the right, put a comma there, then that becomes your ones place and your tens and your hundreds and your thousands and your ten thousands and all that. So I was like, so how many points do I have? And I have 14. 1434 she goes 143,434,434. and i instantly realized i don't have i don't have time to teach this girl basic math uh and i said but i will be back next week and we'll learn how to add <laughs> oh, God. after i'm walking out of 7-eleven i'm thinking to myself you know pre-rachel i'm seeing this girl who, who's probably a runaway doesn't know basic math is an idiot pre-rachel that's wife material for me like I wanted to, you know, uh, two thousand. Mary knows she's already pregnant. Mary, she's already pregnant. <laughs> moved in, Scott. moved in, <laughs> pregnant, ready to go. Two thousand fifteen. That was wife material for me. Twas the night before Christmas, and all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a. No, I'm just kidding. I hate Christmas. It's overrated, and expensive. Here's a real story. Thanks, Chris, for the introduction. Welcome to Alex's. Um, what is it? Last minute talk. Whatever we're calling it. I'm going to share a story. It's uh, It happened in December, but it's not Christmas related. And sorry if I'm bringing down the uh, value of this podcast as a story because it has to do with the bowels. And, you know, I know this is a high class organization over at No New Friends. Picture it. The school I work at, 2022. My class is going to special area, which is PE. But because it's Florida, it's raining. So we have to go inside for special area. Just so happens this day, I have noticed that I've had really bad stomach issues. I get into this room. It's a good-sized room, but I get into this room, and I walk in into the middle because I have to be able to see all my students at once, and they're kind of spread out, and I feel like something coming. So I know that I'm a silent killer, so I go ahead and let out a little bit, and I immediately start walking away. And as I get to this side of the room, I look back at the middle of the room and I see kids look around with despair and confusion, trying to figure out what just happened, where is it coming from, what is going on right now. And my coworker who was with me, she also helps me watch my, my class, comes over and she goes, oh my God, it smells like straight up shit over there. Uh, I don't know if someone pooped their pants because it smells so bad in that area. I don't know if it was one of our students. I don't know what's going on. I said, oh, oh, really? Because I don't smell anything over here. She's like, oh, yeah, it's like over there. I was like, oh, my gosh. So <laughs> I don't say anything to her about this. And I definitely play it off like I don't know what's going on. And to give you some backstory, my wife and I, when we were dating not even engaged we went to the hard rock at Di downtown disney it was called back then now disney springs and we were at a concert and it was it was a, it's a small venue and there wasn't a lot of people around because it was like the opener band still and we were hanging out and i let a, i let a fart out it's loud no one's going to hear me fart if i do make any noise and there's so many people around no one's going to know it was me and i did let a fart out and you know, people say, like, you can clear a room. Well, I cleared the area. Like, we walked away from it as well because it smelled so bad. 
But then also the like 20 foot radius around that location was also emptied out. Just to give you an idea of the type of disturbing smell that I can produce. So that into the school setting, I was like, oh no, maybe I'll get found out. But of course the kids blamed each other and uh, no one was a wiser. Back to you, Scott. (laughs) You're listening to the Know Your Friends podcast. We'll be right back. Everybody looking for another way to listen to the No New Friends podcast? We are now featured on Glacier FM. That's G L A C E R F M dot com. Just go to the uh, music channels and go to Glacier Underground. That is Glacier G L A C E R, and you can hear us Thursdays at three p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Once again, that is Glacier FM dot com. There are three things that I hate in life: taxes, nausea, and booking vacations. The first two I'm stuck with, but for the third, I use Sandpiper Vacations. Sandpiper Vacations is a small business that is LGBTQ plus owned and operated with travel advisors all over the country. Whether it's a cruise, a trip to a theme park, or an all-inclusive resort, Sandpiper has you covered. Oh, and I forgot to mention, it's free. Why book a vacation when you can have someone else do it for you? That's like choosing to take the stairs in a building that has an elevator. Leave the headaches of booking a vacation to someone else. Get your quote today at www.sandpipervacations.com and tell them that the No New Friends podcast sent you. Hey, it's Dane from Big Beautiful Diz. If you haven't heard of my YouTube channel already, it's all about theme parks. Theme park history, theme park reviews, theme park opinions, and interviews with people in the industry or the community. So if you're a theme park fan, head over to youtube.com slash C slash Big Beautiful Diz and hit that red subscribe button. I'll see you over there, everybody. Hey guys, comedian James John, and you are listening to the No New Friends Podcast. Welcome back to the No New Friends podcast with Scott, Mary, and Chris. And don't forget, as the uh, space ghost porn music in the commercial told you, check out the uh, Night Watchman Ghost Tour. Uh, just go to seeamericatours.net. That's S-E-E, americatours.net. And click on the uh, Night Watchman Ghost Tour. Use the promo code NNF for 25% off. Now, Mary, last week we did talk about there was a woman who who married a ghost, married and divorced a ghost. She was in Northern Ireland. She was Her name is Amanda Amanda. Teague. Uh, she was married to Captain Jack Teague, who she claims was the inspiration for Jack Sparrow, although uh, everybody in history discredits that. But she was married to and divorced uh, Jack Teague. Right. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> well, we were talking about the, the ghost porn, uh, the ghost porn music. I don't know. I'm not going to fight you on that one. It's okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> I actually watched some ghost porn just to do some research for the for the show. It was fine. <laughs> it was fine. It was, it fine. was all right. It was fine. It... <laughs> it's a little one-sided, but... Yeah. Yeah, was... yeah. They just call that solo videos, yeah, actually. Chris and Amir. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> 
have a good imagination. <laughs> so this time of year is awfully stressful. You know, uh, whose parents are you going to be visiting on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day? Uh, what kids are going where? How do you get your schedule changed to be the Grinch? Yeah, yeah you, your mean. schedule has to change to be the Grinch. You have all these Christmas activities. What restraining order can you expect after being the Grinch <laughs> at your neighborhood Christmas celebration? <laughs> you've got you've got to bake cookies. All this stuff going on. Uh, you have to if you're over the age of fifty five and only over the age of fifty five, you have to send out Christmas cards uh, yes. because anybody under Thank the you. It, yeah, it just becomes a whole thing. So yeah, screw you. Yeah. To add all that, you've got children's shows to go attend. You've got different theme days at, at school. So what, Mary, what different kind of holiday obligations do you have to deal with? You have, you have 57 kids. So that's like 57 have, different events you have to go to. They're all different. And it's, I wish I could say it's the younger ones that's harder, but it's not. It's when they get older and they make up their own stuff that they want to do. It, that that's frustrating like the little ones because they're still excited about christmas and like you know grayson believes in santa still so i love it he gets pumped up he wears his pajamas i don't love that there's a theme day though you're right though all the days leading up not only are they themed but they're short days they're like half days of school like why are we doing this right. just just have them go for two days and then I'll let them just live off of sugar cookies and Mountain Dew while I'm doing whatever. Well, because, like, why do I have to get them to school in a costume <laughs> and bring things for a party? Right. right. You gotta, for them just to turn around and come exactly. home. Exactly. You've got to wake up early, get them to school in this themed outfit that you probably forgot about the night before. So the day of, you're you're running around, seeing what smells, seeing what you can piece together. You're, you're really happy that Target opens at 7 a.m. and the bus doesn't come <laughs> until 7.42. That's what happens. Right, right. That's exactly what happens. Um, also, it's frowned upon. Don't send alcohol to school for a gift for teachers. Don't do that. <laughs> I'm not saying that I know that fr- firsthand experience. Um, don't do it. Uh, so yeah, Grayson had lots of different things. There was a class party. They, um, built little snowman things and everybody was responsible to, you know, send something in. You signed up online, but I always feel bad because then there's spots that are open. But I also don't want to do too much because then maybe it'll be expected of me for the next holiday. Right, So, right. like, for Valentine's Day, please don't expect me to send in all of this. So, I just, like, stay in the middle. Like, I'll send a little bit. Uh, that was fine. The problem that I, I'm facing now is I am no longer on my ADHD medication. Oh, no. Yeah. It's not It's not good. It's not a good look. I've been relying on writing things down. Um, fun fact, I wrote the the month of December wrong in my calendar. The oh dates were, I don't know what I did. I know what I did. I was not medicated. Mary, I don't know. You could go um, work at 7-Eleven now. I probably could. How, how do you know actually wasn't me? I'm just saying. I don't know. <laughs> if I had a hat on, it could have been me. Um, so Dexter, Dexter kind of missed the ball on his uh, <laughs> activities. And he's in middle school, so it's a little more like low-key. They don't really do a whole lot. But they were allowed to wear like festive things. He did not. Um, I also forgot that it was early release on Thursday and told him to stay for math tutoring. Um, so homie almost missed the bus. Oh, they did no. not have math oh. tutoring. Well, at least he wouldn't have fallen Thursday. asleep it's on the fine. bus. It's fine. He <laughs> so. Speaking of buses and Dexter and I and uh, me not being on my medication, uh, we went to the bus stop and we missed the bus at the bus stop. Dexter and I both got so distracted showing each other videos on our phones that we missed the bus. I watched it pull away <laughs> with all the kids on it and we were just sitting at the bus stop. F? 
we missed the bus. And then here's the real kicker. The next day, it almost happened again. No, stop it, Mary. Oh, my gosh. It was so bad. Um, but you know what? I I overcame, and I'm a better person because of it. Uh, I don't know. You almost did it twice. Is that really becoming a better person by not learning from your mistakes? It didn't happen. It didn't happen. I said almost. Okay. I caught it because I'm a better person now. So this is what's frustrating, though. I like the stuff for the little kids. They're excited. We'd have to do the dang elf on the shelf. That's fine. But then as I get older, they're... There's a one million concerts, right? So Caleb right. has a band concert. Zoe had Nutcracker, which it was a Wednesday night in a 45 minute long performance. That's it. Wait, hold on. That's but not the a, Nutcracker. The Nutcracker is like it was three hours long. It then it's not even worth it. Okay. Then it's not even worth it. Zoe did a wonderful job. I'm sure she, was she did. Beautiful. I'm sure she, she danced. Did. Lovely. Um, but so wait a second. Like, what did they eliminate? Because I'm I love the Nutcracker. Everything. <laughs> yeah, everything. Scott, the party they eliminated scene. Gone. Everything. So it's just pretty much all, the dance no, of the sugar plum fairies, the the Russian dance, and the snowflake dance. That's it. And the waltz of the flowers. And the waltz of the flowers. So we just, and the waltz of the flowers. Yes. That's literally that was what it was. Gotcha. Which is fine because my kid was front and center. For so it, it wasn't. I loved it. it wasn't the when Nutcracker. It was excerpts from Zoe Nutcracker. Cracker. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sound right. Um. But there was a lot of, like, buildup. You have to get all the kids ready, and, you know, they can't just be in their school clothes because it's, like, a holiday thing, so everybody dresses a little nicer. It it becomes such an event, trying to get everyone loaded up and off to these things, and then you sit there wanting to die for, like, 45 minutes, and then it's over, and then you leave, which is fine. But then they have school the next day, and you have to remember to send them with all their crap. But when they get older, they want to buy gifts for their friends. And if you're Zoe, you want to buy gifts for your boyfriend that week. That week. That's hard. <laughs> yeah, that's hard. That it's not fun anymore at that point. And then she's looking at me like I did something wrong because I didn't pick out a present for her 13-year-old <laughs> boyfriend. Anyways, I digress. Um, the only thing I messed up really was was Dexter's life, and that's fine. Um, <laughs> it's he's, he's forgiven me by now. But it is frustrating. We haven't even figured out. We did Festivus at my dad's house this weekend that was fun uh but i haven't figured out when i'm even going to see the rest of my family and i have five days to figure it out <laughs> yeah that's um, coming up real fast plenty of time so that's fine i'm sure it'll be okay it's totally okay chris you also yeah. went to see the nutcracker now you don't have any kids so this is you must have owed someone a favor so I have kids by association now, Scott, oh, because okay. uh, as a lot of you know, my wife is a school teacher. So now her kids are, are her, her students are her kids. And then her students are her kids. Since, so then they're my kids as well. Um, I send in Pokemon cards to them. So I am now in the picture. Uh, <laughs> You're now yeah, in the picture. I, I, I am no longer the deadbeat dad. <laughs> I am, uh, I, uh. I donate stuff to them. I'm, I'm there for, uh, I get them every other holiday. No, so I actually, so I, I was, um, Emily said, Hey, would you go to the nutcracker with me? And I said, you know what? Yeah, sure. Um, cause I wanted to keep my, my marriage intact. <laughs> so I went and I remember going to the nutcracker when I was younger and, um, it's something that scarred me and that I, uh, would, would never recommend to anybody, uh, especially because it was, uh, I don't know, it was a dark time in my life after that. And anyway, but then this next month I went to the play The Nutcracker and <laughs> it was it was equally as scarring. <laughs> it was it was really painful to sit through, more painful than, than the first Nutcracker. <laughs> and 
and it was it was just like horrible like i just remember it was just like like hell watching this this play with no with no dialogue nothing but i was very young when that happened so i was like i went to this with, with an open mind i was like you know and i said this to emily on the way i was like i'm actually excited to see this i you know i'm more mature now i'll understand things more and i think me being more mature until, and until the more, first time you read or hear or see the word nut and then you're <laughs> 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 so i uh i went into it and i'm like you know this is gonna be cool um first act was garbage it was just it was trash there's no talking it's like the first three minutes of wally on repeat and it just <laughs> it sucks because that's the worst part of that movie and so it was really really bad um her her little uh her her student did awesome she was fitz or fritz, fritz or something fritz, like so that. clara's brother yeah fritz it's like the main. Yeah, she was probably, Fritz. Yeah. Of course, everybody uh, knows that. Of course. I mean, is it is it a? I, I don't understand. Is it a music for the deaf? They do all these hand signals and hand gestures, but then there's no talking, and there's I I don't I I just Ask I don't God, understand. It's pantomiming. <laughs> it's all I, about it. They, they need a mock I, I, or a, or a man, or, uh, <laughs> professional makeup. Listen, makeup. Don't understand it. I left, and on the way back, I said, "M, uh, if our kid ever wants to do the Nutcracker, we're disowning them. I, I won't go. This was like this was the last Nutcracker I will ever be able to sit through. Listen, if my child's going to be like one of those little mice for three minutes, no, no, you better be <laughs> wearing you better, a mask. You better be, be uh, exactly. I don't even know who it is. No. Um, so anyway, um, I'm going to send Astro to that um, to that play <laughs> if my kid is ever." But so, so anyway, how old are these kids so the again? elementary school is it what grade? Well, that's why it was trash. I, I mean- don't know. There was like ones that were like half my height. There was ones that were taller than me. I can't listen. Tell. Half I'm not your height. Is, preschool. Yeah, <laughs> I know it could, it could be. It could be. I, I have no so, idea. Yeah. So this is so, like going anyway. to a dance recital, but Christmas theme because dance recitals are a hot mess because you only no they are. Oh, not. they're terrible. Not always. You have you have the three year olds that are super cute because they they're just walking around the stage. I have no, you have the one kid who was ambitious and like actually learned the dance. Everybody else is just standing <laughs> there and you have to push them into the right place. And then you have like the the the, the company, the older group that are like professionals everything in between is garbage just hot garbage but this is the worst part about this but the worst part about this was see what do you go there for do you go there for like entertainment or do you go there for your child i'll answer that you go there for your child you don't go there to be entertained right so it's cute it's like you get the video camera out you illegally film because they tell you don't film you still you pop it up chris anyway sells it to and, all the, um, chris is in the lobby <laughs> just handing out flyers to, money. to sell the, uh, Listen, the video there's big money in it. He's got a QR code. So, um, so there's this um, gentleman who's about 30, 32. I don't know. And he's the Ice King, maybe? I don't know. He's, you think he's the king? So the Nutcracker? The Winter King? No, no, no. There's this, like, King of the Forest, the King and the Queen of the Forest, or the Snow Forest, I think. I don't know. But he, they had, he had so many solos. And he's in, he's in tights. That's it. So his junk's all hanging out. Um, he's got like yeah a belly shirt. It, I'm like, why? Like, belly I did shirt. not come here. What, what is? Yes, what is, is I, this I, the redneck Nutcracker? Did you did you go to North Carolina I, I, to see this, or were you no, in Jersey? It was like it went from it went from the Nutcracker to the Chippendales like <laughs> super quick, Scott. And I'm like, I did not come here. And of course, I can't stop looking at his junk because that's Whoa. not normal. Like you, that shouldn't be there. That shouldn't be there. Like, why is why do they let him wear this? Very, very tight, very tight buttocks, Scott. This is a uh, second very, grader you're very talking about. <laughs> this guy. 
this guy was like 30 years old. I'm like, why is he in this children's play? And why are you letting the children see this? I, there have been so many uh, laws broken. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what's I, happening right now. I, I just I was about to go up and citizens arrest him. It was terrifying. <laughs> and then this drag this drag queen guy comes out. He's part Mother of the, Ginger. The play, Mother right? Ginger. Yes. 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 He comes out. I love and that Scott knows who everyone he's, is. He's hold like, on, oh, hold yes, on. yes. I was That's... I was in the Nutcracker. Like, I was in a professional. Were you wearing tights and a belly shirt? Was this recently? No, 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 no. No, this was uh, like when I was in like late elementary school, middle school. But I was like a party kid. I was in the party scene at the beginning. And then when I became a teenager, I was a soldier in the in the fight scene. Um, but this was like a professional group. Like this was not yeah, just uh, sounds... like you know PS twenty three school. No, this was this sucked, dude. Um, Mother Ginger. <laughs> oh, and I was a bonbon is, who should was be arrested. Mother Ginger. Uh, my, yeah, were you under Mother Ginger's dress? Is that a thing in every? Yes, play? I was a bonbon, and the dress comes what, what, what up. What was and that? It's the bonbon. Yes, yes. What was that? He, this this dude comes out on stilts. Uh-huh. You can tell it's a it's a guy with a dress. Fine, that's fine. I that wasn't the part. The appalling part. The appalling part was when he pulled up his dress and a dozen kids ran out. Of course, Scott has experience in that yeah, field. Like, told, of course, he yeah. knows exactly what that is. Oh yes, the I, bonbons. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, so that was just horrifying. I told Scott about it after, and he immediately is like, oh, I didn't know that was part of the play. And he, he auditioned for every Mother Ginger in, in his in his county. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it was uh, all in all horrible. But anyway, it ended well because I went to uh, I went to drop lunch off to Emily the next week, and the little girl was there, and she actually she wrote me a little note, Aww. and she gave me a cookie. Aww. For, so thank you for coming Aww, to my show. That. So that's that makes really it all sweet. worth it. That's that makes it all cute. worth it. Uh, my kid just wrong, asked me fine. for Starbucks. <laughs> she was like, "Take me to Starbucks. Did you, I did a great job." Did you bring me that's flowers? Uh, <laughs> basically, oh. well, she didn't want yeah. flowers. She wanted Starbucks. That's uh, hey. Smart, smart girl. I guess so. So I, uh, so yeah, but, uh, so anyway, real, real quick story. So I go to drop off lunch to Emily. So I go down and the, uh, I was there for 15 minutes and I, I led a, um, a, uh, um, a revolt against Emily. Um, <laughs> the kids were barricading the door. They didn't want, they wanted me to stay and they were pushing Emily out the door, <laughs> asking me to be their new teacher. <laughs> Um, all I had to do was promise them hundreds on all their tests. Cause like, Oh, I'll be your new teacher. And I was like, all right, then grade their tests. I was like, all right, hundreds for everyone. And everyone started cheering. And then the funniest, the funniest part is Emily has this jar of Jolly Ranchers and, uh, she gives them random Jolly Ranchers. She doesn't let them, she doesn't let them pick hold what on, color. Hold on. I, because I, I, a, I have to guess. Go ahead. Chris is up on the desk, just throwing them out, making it rain Jolly Ranchers. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Emily was like, um, she, she was like, go ahead, Chris, you can give him Jolly Ranchers. But then she d- turns to the class and goes, guys, but remember, it's random. You, you don't get to pick what color. It's random. I said, no, no, no. I'm the teacher now. <laughs> look at me. You guys get look whatever me, color you me. want. I'm, I'm the, the teacher now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, no, they're a really good group. Um, and listen, you go to Nutcracker, please. You get a handwritten note and a cookie. So that was, that was pretty, it was pretty worth it. False advertising. I didn't get any of those. So <laughs> I, got I got a bill. I got a bill. That, that actually, in hindsight, makes me mad. I had to pay two hundred dollars for her to be in this forty-five minute show. <laughs> right? How much was your tickets? Our tickets were high. They were eight, premium. They were oh, like thirty dollars. Oh, piece. they were only eight bucks. Yeah, they all went to that that professional dancer that I had to watch for like a half hour. <laughs> oh, my eyes got like molested by him. It was it was 
it was it was very scarring. It's still like when I close my eyes, I just see that. <laughs> just this package. Oh my god! Oh my god! So uh, wow. the the funny thing about Chris being in Emily's classroom is at one point she she had to go into another room to, to go talk to a teacher. She comes back in the room. She can't find Chris. He just blends in with all the kids. <laughs> you're you're. you're <laughs> That and he's trying to resell glue sticks that he found in the trash to the, he's, <laughs> he's like hawking their hawking their lunch money. <laughs> Every dollar counts. You're listening to the No New Friends podcast. We'll be right back. Hey there, Scott here. You all know I like to spend time wandering the neighborhood on my my big wheels or hanging out at the park with my fedora and my Bud Light. So I don't have time to clean my own house. That's why I've been using I Believe services for the past six, seven years. And they're the best in commercial and residential cleaning. They're also doing carpet shampooing at such a reasonable price. Just check them out. That's IBelieveServices.us. Give them a call, 407-928-4595, and tell them that the No New Friends podcast sent you. St. Augustine, Florida, 2022. You're on the Night Watchman Ghost Tour with all of your ghoul friends. The air grows colder, you turn the corner, and there she is, Ghost Mary. Okay, you probably won't run into Ghost Mary. Um, You may see a ghost named Mary. I'm not really 100% sure, but the tour guides for the Night Watchman Ghost Tour from Sea America Tours do know it is the only 4D ghost tour in St. Augustine. So if you have ever wondered what a ghost smells like, well, now is your chance. And right now they have a scary good deal going on. Enter the promo code NNF as in no new friends and receive 25% off your Night Watchman Ghost Tour. So visit them at seeamericatours.net. That is S-E-E, americatours.net. Okay, bye. Lizard people. The moon landing. Birds aren't real. Hi, this is Chris from the No New Friends podcast. And if you're hearing this message, you were selected to join the resistance. For as low as $1 a month, join our Patreon and help us uncover the truth. Upon joining us, you will be invited to our secret Discord, where we help spread these truths. You will be invited to watch our live recordings where the government cannot interfere. For more information, please send a messenger pigeon to my underground bunker or visit us at www.nonewfriendspodcast.com. This message will self-destruct in three, two, one. Hello, this is Buajob. This is Buajob. I'm from the West Africa. We are listening in friend in podcasts.
Welcome back to the New New Friends podcast with Scott, Mary, and Chris. Uh, that's the, uh, the that's the, the people that are on this podcast, and it's the holiday season. And uh, what more fitting uh, to turn it over to Chris as Chris puts the Chris in Christmas with a top ten list that won't suck this week. Yes, thank you for putting my, your faith in me and um, and entrusting me with a, another top ten. We know how the last one went. I took some time off. I reflected. I went to church. I went to synagogue. I went to a mosque, <laughs> and I just reflected to to every god that would listen. And um, and you know what? Um, Shalom alakum. I found a <laughs> top ten list. <laughs> so this is a little anti-Semitic because this is the top ten hot Christmas toys of all time, not Hanukkah toys. I wonder what the top ten Hanukkah toys would be. Um, but I found the top ten Christmas toys of all time for you guys. Um, and this is going to be best selling. This comes in from a very reliable website. This is going to be www.top10s.net. Uh, top tens with a Z. Top oh, tens. Oh yeah, that's good. Net. Um, actually, before we get into this list, they do have a spot for their sponsors. Uh, biographics. They're a $50 a month sponsor. Wow, they even put how much, um, they even put how much the sponsors give them. So they have three sponsors currently. They have Biographics, who's a $50 a month sponsor. Uh, and they have two $20 a month sponsors. One is (laughs) todayifoundout.com and uh, echo86.com. So obviously it's a very legit website with sponsors. So without any further ado, I do want to see what Echo86.com is, and it's born. Um, so I do want to uh, – I did want to just acknowledge that this is a legit website. So coming in at number 10, some people know him as Scott. Others know – 1 million, actually, people who bought this in the year 1952 know him as Mr. Potato Head. So in 1952, Mr. Potato Head sold 1 million Mr. Potato Heads. Um, if you, okay, this is, this website, this is pissing me off. Every time I scroll down, a new pop-up comes up. <laughs> so this, this, this might, this might take 45 minutes. Um, the Mr. Potato Head original was literally just a potato. What? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was, I think we just, <laughs> that's actually genius. You sell, you sell little things with, <laughs> and you just stab it into a potato and that's your tool. <laughs> which is, which is, uh, <laughs> that's what, it, listen, if you have to stay in one of the value resorts at, at, at Disney, you know, All Star, Pop Century, uh, Art of Animation, that's the toy that you grew up with. Well, and you know what, Scott? If you couldn't afford the uh, potato head, coming in at number nine, over five million sold in six months. Pet Rock. <laughs> Genius. This is uh, I, yeah. Um, and 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 in his own words, the ad executive Larry Dahl quote hit on the idea while boozing with pals. Don't don't uh wait no I still I don't, I don't uh, does that mean you were uh, I don't I don't know what that means I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. If someone would like to explain that to me, you can. I thought that would come out better. $15 million were made over six months. <laughs> wow. Rocks. Off of a rock. rock. Oh, man. Every day during the 1975 Christmas season, 100,000 people were paying money for a pet rock. That is a crazy statistic. And actual pet rocks are still selling on eBay for up to $15. I see a business opportunity. <laughs> I think, it, yeah, strike, man. Coming in at number eight is the very first video game that Scott has probably ever played in his life. Can you take a guess, Scott, on what this is? Uh, Frogger. Pong. Oh, I was close. Yeah, pretty close. Actually, not at all. But that 150,000 <laughs> were sold. 
Yes, it was an Atari game. Uh, $40 million in 1975. That's basically like a billion dollars in today's money. <laughs> I'm sure that's how math works. Coming into number seven, Atari. Uh, don't understand how number eight was Pong, number seven was Atari. Oh, wait, no, no, okay, yeah, no, it makes sense. Okay, okay. So Atari's number seven. Not very, that's kind of boring, gonna keep going. Number six, also something that looks like Scott, a Cabbage Patch doll. 1983, <laughs> almost three million were sold. Uh, three million terrifying looking things in the world. I had one. They're scary. And they smell, yeah. but they smell really good. They smell like babies. I don't, I don't yeah. remember. They smell like, they, yeah, they smell, smell like, great. they smell like baby powder. No, they do not. <laughs> They don't smell like babies. It was like baby, baby powder, powder. And, and plastic, yeah. Oh. But yeah, my kids have don't one. usually I still smell like <laughs> The best thing to come out of uh, the Cabbage Patch Kids was when they released <laughs> Garbage Pail Kids. Garbage Pail Kids were fantastic. Those playing cards with like the messed up Cabbage Patch Kids. Oh, yeah. Those were yeah. amazing. They are great. Uh, number five, one of my first video games I ever owned, the Game Boy. Over one million sold in the U.S. during its first Christmas season in 1991. I was negative four. I could not wait to get my hands on the Game Boy <laughs> in 1991 when I was born. That doesn't seem like a lot of units. It, it, in it, That's one million units sold in the United States for the first Christmas season. There's like 328 million people in the United States, and they only sold a million? That seems low, doesn't it? I mean, I have no idea the reliability of this, of this, of these statistics, Scott. This is not something that I faction. And if you want more inaccurate news, check out Remy's Roundtable every week. He just throws out <laughs> random news stories. Maybe they're true. Maybe they're not. Maybe he made it up. Yeah, I mean, this list is entertaining, so I don't care. So <laughs> number four, I watch a lot of Fox News, so I learn a lot from that. <laughs> so num- number f- coming in at number four, um. Something Scott screams when he's running down his neighborhood. Tickle Me Elmo. It came out in 1996. 10 million were sold and counting. So I don't understand the, the, the basis of this. This so game more... weighs over 1 million sold during Christmas season. But this one says 10 million and counting. Are they sold? Are we going back in time to 1996 and purchasing Tickle Me Elmos? Or are they saying that 10 million were sold from then till now? Again, I don't or get they're this. still counting how many were sold. Yeah, but then, but then, like, if you scroll down, it says Game Boy. Okay, so it's Game Boy. Over 1 million sold in the U.S. during the first Christmas season. It says, to this day, 118 million have sold. So why wouldn't that be the most popular one? Right. I don't get it. Yeah, don't understand yeah. this, but Tickle Me Elmo. Because the, the makers of Tickle um, Me Elmo paid the article more money to put them higher up on the list. <laughs> Probably. Here's a real quote from somebody who tried to uh, get the Tickle Me Elmo. And I feel like Jingle All the Way might be a parody of the Tickle Me oh, Elmo craze. For sure. Yeah. So, uh, quote, I was pulled under, trampled. The crotch was yanked out of my brand new jeans, says Waller, who suffered a pulled hamstring, injuries to his back, jaw and knee, a broken rib and a concussion. <laughs> that definitely <laughs> I was picked a white Adidas before I became unconscious. Okay. I call bullshit. How do you know the shoe that knocked you unconscious? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That sounds like something that would happen to me, though, if uh, if I got trampled. A hundred percent. It sounds like your story from when you were the Grinch. Yeah. It's oh, almost right. the same. Guys, I see I see potential for uh, content in the future. So this other Tickle Me Elmo trauma can be found at CustomersSuck.com. Ooh. And if you just if, if you uh, that came out in 1997, if you waited until 2022 to buy a, t- buy a Tickle Me Elmo, you could buy the original one for $20 or less online. Yeah. Just be very careful when you're searching customerssuck.com. Don't don't <laughs> put an underscore or anything not verbatim there because it's going to take you to a completely different site uh, where the people Don't include the words tickle me with it. <laughs> where the, the, <laughs> Listen. the people of Walmart will strike back. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, customersuck.net, don't go there. <laughs> 
no, coming in at number three, something Scott has very little of on his head, a Furby. So Furby, <laughs> 1.8 million sold uh, by Tiger Electronics. Was that a, uh, that was like a one hit wonder type thing. Did, would Tiger Electronics ever make anything good ever again? Uh, yeah, they made Didn't like a they lot make of those little... handheld video games. Yeah, they, no, they made those little, um, you listen to just one song at a time. Hit clips? Do you remember that? Yeah, hit clips. Oh, hit clips. Do you remember that? Yeah, Why? Tiger made Why? a ton of toys. Oh, okay. Um, sorry, I gotta just cut off this Furby talk because coming in at number two, PlayStation Three in two thousand six, sales statistics unavailable. So how are they putting this at number two? There's literally not one sales. To- oh, over eighty one thousand PS3 sold within the first twenty four hours. Okay, well that's a statistic for you. Okay, wow. Okay, real quick, Tiger Electronics Ltd. Uh, the parent company is Hasbro. Oh, okay. That's all I, I got. feel like, like an idiot. I was expecting no one to answer and just to keep going, but that's okay. (laughs) Coming in at number one. You guys might know what this is. I've heard of it. A Zuzu pet. I've never heard of it. 2009, these things came out. I I know what you're talking about, but I don't remember there being a big craze about them. What was it called? It says they were robotic hamsters. I remember them. I just don't remember a big fuss about it. So supply seems to grow short. Just when demand is high, and Zuzu pets are flying off store shelves. Another reason for a success, you could buy a hamster for under $10. <laughs> also, I really unlike think actual hamsters, they don't bite, they don't smell, and they don't poop. And they don't die in three minutes. That it's can't true. be real, because I remember, do you remember Hatchimals? That was a big deal. Yeah, this article, I have recent. no idea when this article came out. I'll, I'll find a date in a second. But yet, uh, so it says, by the end of November, Zuzu pets were selling for $250 on No. What? And several Target employees were fired for purchasing Zuzu pets earlier that the company policy allowed. Chris, yeah, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right now they're selling them for $12.99 at Target. Um, but there's a, another one for $34.25 at Walmart. And then here's another one for four. I'm uh, very confused about the price. Okay. It's probably okay. like a kit. Probably comes so, with a Or you can get a um, used three set, three pack on eBay for $33. Okay, Or guys. you can just call Chris. He probably has some. I have a few. Hate to break it to you, but this was the top 10 hot Christmas toys of all time as of November 27th, 2015. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> you made an outdated list. A little dated, but nonetheless, I persisted. There, this this list this list was uh this list was a good list. I liked this list. Uh, I think my favorite toy on here is a tie between the Pet Rock and the original Mr. Potato Head. So, did we do number one? Did I miss that? Number the one was pet. Zuzu Pets. Oh, this list was crap. Yeah, I liked the potato. <laughs> Chris, I'm going to give you a mulligan. Um, you got uh, worst Christmas songs of all time. Oh man, it's gonna take me a while. Actually, here's one right here. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna go encore, encore, encore. That's people chanting encore outside my window for one more list. So we're gonna go five more, five more. Uh, this is the f- top, bottom five, the top five worst Christmas songs, worst of all time. So I'm gonna take a couple guesses. Let's take a couple guesses. Okay, uh, th- okay. Rolling Stone. This is Rolling Stone. This is reputable. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. So uh, my two guesses are the uh, the um, Dominic the the donkey. Okay, good guess. And then also the song by the waitresses. You know, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. Christmas wrapping. Yes, awful. Okay. So I want Horrible to blow song. my brains out every Very time bad. I hear that song. Mary, do you have any guesses? Yes. Top five worst song. Discord. Let's get some guesses too. Uh, for people who wonder what I'm talking about, Discord. We'll get some guests in too. That's our patreons that are watching live right now who can uh communicate with us during the show. Join our join our club, dot com. 
I feel like maybe somebody would say, oh, Tannenbaum, because it's like eight minutes long. Nobody it wants to listen to that. It's a very long song. It's a long song. Okay, so Ryan uh, guessed probably the worst guess of all time. He said Sammy the Christmas Sidek. I don't know what kind of music you listen to in North Carolina. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. That's like, did your did your grandpa make that song, Ryan? Horrible well, they sing, they sing, for it, Ryan. They sing, it's a horrible name. Instead of Rudolph in North Carolina, they sing Randolph the Roadkill Reindeer. <laughs> wow, coming in at number five is actually Sammy the Christmas Snake. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so coming in at number five, Elmo and Patsy's Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Oh. Nothing says Christmas like Grand Matricide. <laughs> this late 70s novelty song is undoubtedly one of the darkest in Carol Cannon, featuring gory lyrics detailing the, quote, hoof prints on her forehead and, quote, incriminating claws marked down her back. <laughs> the jaunty vocals make for an eerie juxtaposition, more <laughs> benefiting Halloween than happy holidays. Tis the season to ruminate on one's mortality. All right, so we got a new uh, Halloween song, apparently. <laughs> that is That song is a little bit more depressing than Do They Know It's Christmas. An update, um, Ryan actually hit the deer in Randolph oh, County. <laughs> <laughs> okay uh christmas shoes joe joe chimes in with christmas shoes makes me want to just yeah I, as soon as i hear christmas shoes come on i turn the radio i don't even off. know what that song is. I, that's 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 it's a very depressing song i want to buy these shoes for my mama she's dead his mom's dead oh and she's he's why does she need shoes because they want to make kid, you cry the kid wants to buy the the shoes for his dead mom Oh, wait, actually, maybe he's dying. I forget. Someone's dying. It's very sad. <laughs> Coming in at number four is actually a rendition of an old song. Uh, Seth MacFarlane and Sarah Bareilles. Baby, it's cold outside. Um, so if you don't find songwriter Frank Lesser's unbiquitous, I don't, I don't know what to unbiquitously. Why are they saying these long words, big words? You could work at 7-Eleven too. <laughs> Covered duet Rapey, its coercive undertones are hard to unhear, particularly the alternate line, say what's in this drink. Okay, so this is like, this is, they're canceling the song. That's fair enough. <laughs> no, they, I, that's fair. Enough. I have strong feelings about that, but continue. Of course you do. It's not a rapey song. She's we'll being, take another lap she's around the children, cute. Scott. Go she's ahead. being all cute and coy, like, oh, what's in this drink? It's He's not drugging her. It's, it's consensual. Let's compare the two people who are singing the song. Which Do you think that's consensual? Well, not Seth no. MacFarlane and whoever, but the the song itself is consensual. Anyway, Chris, continue. Coming in at number three, Maroon 5's rendition of Happy Xmas, War is Over. Why did they put Xmas? I don't know. It's Christmas. Quickie quiz. Are you John Lennon? No, didn't think so. Are you Yoko Ono? Also no, because you're not. The next question should be easy. On what planet are you qualified to remake their classic Happy Christmas? War is over. Not this one, Adam Levine. Maroon 5 crooner tries to sing wow. the John and Yoko part all by himself Ugh. as Plastic Levine Band Ego Trip. And the results aren't pretty. Sing along, children. And the world will suck as one. All right. Bad take. I love Adam <laughs> Levine. He's, he's a beautiful human being. He's got a voice of an angel. He can sing every part if he wants to. So suck it, Rolling Stone. Coming in at number two, Jessica Simpson featuring Ashley Simpson. Are they related? I don't know. Steve, the intern, please check on that. The Little Drummer Boy. You've heard of The War on Christmas? This song is sinking of the Lusitania. The atrocity that makes previously peaceful civilians decide this war might be a groovy idea. The Little Drummer Boy would be at the top of this list no matter who sings it. Even like even legends like Joan Jett or Bob Seger, the absolute galliest of all holiday tunes. 
But Jessica and Ashley Simpson put on their sisterly power to it. So they're sisters. Okay. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> like they're saying, you already think this thing sucks? Just you wait. Each parappa pum pum is another drop in their musical waterboarding. Wow. wow. Respect wow. to the Simpson sisters for making every other little drummer boy out there look tame. Christmas, you chose violence. Okay. This person just has something wrong with the little drummer boy. Yeah. Must be an atheist. I don't know. You guys aren't going to believe this. Number one. You guys aren't going to believe this. Coming in at number one is no other Do they know it's than Christmas? Band-Aid. No, it's not. Christmas. Are you serious? I've, you can't make this up. You cannot make this up. And this is why, for three damn weeks, I've wanted you to do this list. Uh, that is fantastic. Um, we saved the best for Bob last. Bob Geldof apparently. has a big announcement this, this week coming up. Uh, now, you, you've no, woken God. me back up from my slumber. Tell us all about what Rolling Stone has to say about I- the worst very exciting of all time do they know it's christmas all right so band-aid is a good name for a group of mostly white mostly rich celebrities belting out a smug mess of colonialism racist stereotypes (laughs) and geographic ineptitude to quickly quote feed the world (laughs) please don't tell us the intentions were good that way lies the road to hell you may already know the backstory bob geldof saw a bbc report on a famine in ethiopia and he in mid-year decided to write a song Famous pals like Sting, Bono, George Michael, and Paul McCartney heeded the call, assemble. And since 1984, Do They Know It's Christmas has been stuck in heavy holiday rotation. Sure, it raised millions of dollars, but even Geldof calls it one of the two worst songs in history. (laughs) The other, Geldof told the Australian Daily Telegraph in 2010, is another supergroup tuned for charity that he penned, We Are the World. So so his two worst songs are songs that he wrote. His two... The two songs that he thinks are the worst are We Are the World. Oh, we'll have to, we'll have to, maybe we have to break down We Are the World next. Yeah. Maybe we break down every charity song and see how insensitive and racist (laughs) it is. I like it. So coming in at number one, Band-Aid, do they know it's Christmas? That is. Uh, Hit the nail on the head here. That's the best thing that's happened this whole entire episode. Yeah, that was, uh, what, wow. Wow. There's, there was 200 songs, I think, on here. Wow. 20. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I, I'm just like, like that. Yeah, cashier. Scott, can you teach him about that? <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> please. So, I, you know, I'm going to just, I'm going to uh, step down off the, uh, you know, off my podium and stop doing this list. But I do want to say that number 20 was a song called, uh, by Stevie Wonder called Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Me. <laughs> <laughs> twinkle, Twinkle, Little Me. That's awesome. All right. You guys ready to play uh, Jersey Man, Florida Man? Yes. Oh, yeah. Every week, Ryan brings us two news stories. One is from Florida. One is from Jersey. We've got to listen and figure out which uh, which one's which. So take it away, Ryan. Oh, we have music. Hey, guys, this is Ryan, and I'm back in the No New Friends newsroom this week. And this is a very special week because the newsroom is located at Santa's workshop in the North Pole. Santa was a little bit confused over your guys' Christmas wish list and wanted me to come up and go over them with him. But we'll get to that in a moment. The trip up here was fun. We only hit uh, three deer on the way up, and unfortunately, one of them was Santa's. <laughs> but Santa said we did him a favor because that was a, a backup reindeer. Uh, he was from Florida. His name was Methy the Reindeer. He was always asking Santa for, for loose change and bumming cigarettes off him. And he, he was just a bad influence on the other reindeer, especially Blitzen. But once, uh, uh, once I got here and I got to meet Santa, I noticed that uh, Santa and, and Scott have a lot in common. Uh, they're both old, fat, and uh, nobody believes in them. But while parents bring their kids to go see Santa, parents tend to pick up their kids and run the other direction when they see Scott coming. Don't laugh too hard, Chris. When I went into Santa's workshop, I thought it was you working in there. But seeing how everybody was actually working and most of them knew how to swing a hammer, it it definitely wasn't you in there. Anyways, let's get to these Christmas wish lists. 
We'll start with Mary's list first. Um, the first thing on her list is horror DVDs. I don't know if that's for her or, or the kids. Uh, more fentanyl? I don't think Santa can bring you that. Um, some goddamn peace and quiet. And a sponsorship from Touring Yoga Pants. Now, I reached out to them and told them about your podcast. They said they'd listen to it and call me back. Um, well, they've blocked my number and they won't return my call, so I'm not, not sure that's going to be happening. We'll move on to Chris's list. Uh, Chris's list has Pokemon cards, video games, a Gundam robot, a robot to clean his room. Santa, this is this has got to be a list for like an eight-year-old. No, it's Chris's? Oh, okay, uh, well, I'll keep on reading. Oh, here we go. Uh, he wants to be able to uh, grow a real beard. Um, he wants an electric uh, garage door opener. Yeah, that could save him a lot of time not being locked in a garage. Uh, six inches in height and length. I'm not sure what he means by that. And uh, for Emily never to ask him to do anything manly again or fix anything. That, that might be best for everyone. Um, let's move on to Scott's list here. Scott's list has a, a Bud Light which we all know he wants more of that. Uh, a better camera for his bathroom photo shoots with his cat. Um, I, I don't know how to explain that one. Uh, to renew his expired Costco card. For Chris not to ever ruin a segment with drug abuse list again. Um, a car with power anything that works. And for the pet psychiatrist to just mind their own business. I had to explain that one to Santa. Uh, he was not happy about that one. While I go over all this paperwork with Santa, let's get into this week's Florida Man or Jersey Man. In our first story, a volunteer Santa is arrested with a crack pipe. And in our second story, a man wakes up on Christmas Eve to find an intruder trying to suck on his toes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we've got the crack pipe Santa or suck on your toes. Oh, uh, I'm in pain from that. I know, I know. I forgot that we pain. had a game. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to say crack pipe Santa is Jersey. And suck on my yeah. toes is uh, Florida. Mary, what do you think? I I agree. I think we're we're on the same page for that one. Chris, are we tripling down on this? I'm gonna s- no. I'm actually gonna say crack pipe Florida because um uh I still have the taste of that guy's toes uh, <laughs> in my mouth. So I'm gonna say toes is New Jersey. All right, let's find out the- inside. <laughs> let's find out the answers. Now, our first story was from New Jersey where a 66-year-old volunteer Santa was arrested on drug charges. He was found with a crack pipe, empty bags of crack and heroin, and hypodermic needles. So instead of leaving milk and cookies out for this year for Santa, uh, just leave him some drugs. <laughs> and that means our second story is from Florida, where on Christmas Eve, a man told deputies that he woke to find a man carefully inspecting his toes. The intruder responded by saying he was there to suck toes. The two men fought, and the suspect tried to grab the victim's genitals before running off. So instead of mistletoe, this guy's all about sucking on them toes? <laughs> and in other news, I got a story from Charleston, South Carolina, where a 44-year-old woman stabs her husband for not returning home with beer. What was her weapon of choice? A ceramic squirrel. Now, I've done research on this, and she may get away with it, as the squirrel broke when she stabbed him, and it ended up in Scott's to-be-glued-together pile, so she may get off on a lack of evidence. <laughs> if you needed any last-minute gift ideas for me, I'm going to post a picture of a t-shirt I like in chat. Uh, Scott, you'll have to go ahead and describe that for the listeners. <laughs> That's it for me this week, guys. I hope you and your families have a good, happy holidays. 
thank you, Ryan. That was uh, another oh, unbelievable. Did you see the disc? Did you see Discord? <laughs> Have you seen me? It's an Outback Steakhouse gift card. It says, "Have you seen me?" It's an Outback Steakhouse gift card. If found, please send to Ryan. <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. Oh, Ryan, thank you so man. much. That was so uh that was that was a My really goodness. good Christmas uh <laughs> Jersey man, Florida man. Chris, you got any cliff notes? I do after the sip of water because Ryan destroyed my throat. That's not Did he wow, now? that's not good at all. You wanna rephrase that? <laughs> <laughs> um Ron- <laughs> No, I don't <laughs> Uh, I have quite a few today. So, um, <clears throat> I mean, my throat physically actually hurts from laughing. Good, well, well done, Ryan. Oh, and Ryan's getting a little fancy with the music know, too, huh? He's I trying know. to take over. Uh, I think he's trying to take your job. Scott. No, he's trying to take Alex's job. That's well, no, true. Alex does the editing, and yeah, mm-hmm. Ryan could take over uh, putting sound in. That would I know? I'd be done true. with editing. I could that's just true. market and create content. So, in segment one, Scott talked about how he dressed up as the Grinch for his neighborhood Christmas celebration. Now, unfortunately for everyone, the Grinch wears a Santa coat, but no pants. That's the first time in a long time that Scott's wife saw him without <laughs> pants on. I wish I could say the same for the kids in his neighborhood. Oh, oh wow. Ah, uh, you thought that was the punchline. I surprised you with a double punchline. So, uh, Scott described the feeling of him being the Grinch as larger than life. And that's the first time Scott has felt larger than anything. <laughs> <laughs> Scott was talking about how when he got out of the SUV, kids started pelting him. They were ripping off his clothes. He was so shocked by their reaction, he immediately went up to the person in charge and asked if he could do it again next year. (laughs) Scott was talking about how he couldn't sleep the night before uh, he got to be the Grinch, and neither could the kids in the neighborhood. We ended the segment with Scott talking about the insane amount of points that he had on his 7-Eleven rewards card. The only thing that I know of that has more points is Mary's driver's license. <laughs> now, runner-up with most points is the deer that Ryan's wife murdered. <laughs> that was six points. <laughs> And lastly, Scott was reminding us that if you are over the age of 55, you are required to send out a Christmas card. Well, uh, for all those who are listening, we are recording on the 20th, and Scott, I still haven't received my Christmas card. (laughs) (laughs) You son of a bitch. And those are my cliff notes. Merry Christmas and Happy Kwanzaa and Hanukkah, everybody. See how cultured I am? I even pronounced it the way it should be. You did. I don't know about Kwanzaa. Sorry, guys. Maybe next year. Hey, it's Alex from Diz His. You know me, you know Joe, you definitely know Chris, and you know Jen. Well, we're the hosts of Diz His, the Disney History Podcast. Every week we take one Disney subject and go over the history, as well as our insight on the subject. We talk about other Disney topics, as well as what's new in the news. You can find us on all podcast platforms, or go to our website, dizhiz.com. That's D-I-Z-H-I-Z.com. And we're on all social media at DizHiz65. Chris, what you got coming up on DizHiz? What'd you get, uh, what'd you get Rachel, for Christmas, Scott? I, um, I don't want to tell you that I haven't really shopped yet. 
No, that's not true. Oh. That's you, not you were true. at Seven yeah. Eleven. We know you went shopping for her. Yeah, you know, I got her a package of gummy bears, <laughs> uh, a pack of cigarettes. No, I'm pretty. I, I, I'm waiting until Mary's water breaks. Not our Mary, but the Jesus's Mary, Jesus's mom's Mary. When when whoa, Jesus's whoa. mom, is... when she, her water breaks, that's when I go to shop. Anyway, oh, a joke geez. didn't land at all. <laughs> Uh, oh anyway, I, I don't, that oh. was, I didn't like Very it. Confused. It didn't feel, it didn't <laughs> feel good. I don't know. I got, I got, like that I got her, you know, I got her a bunch of, uh, I hate Christmas shopping. Uh, I don't do <laughs> it well. <laughs> it's, it's giving me anxiety right now because she handles everybody else. All I have to do is worry about her and I still can't manage that. I just went yeah, on Amazon. About right. That's uh, yeah, I went about on Amazon right. about 10 minutes. Just, okay. She'll like that. 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 Okay. Credit card. Good. I'm done. Yeah, guys, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm very good at segueing into things. I have no idea how I'm going to segue from the Virgin Mary's water breaking into please book a vacation with Sandpiper Vacations. Well, it's very, so it's I'm very just going to say straight up, guys, please. It's, it's oh, very, please. Scott, take a crack. It's very Look, simple. Nick is not Look. a virgin at booking. I don't know. Like, <laughs> Listen, Nick, if you could branch out and also do like Christmas gift getting um, and, and you could, you know, uh, instead of me having to go shop you shop for me i just say hey this is what she likes and then you shop for me it's much like if i'm like hey i want to take a vacation nick can you plan this for me and nick can do that and i don't have to worry about it and have all this anxiety of trying to plan my own vacation nick will literally take all the anxiety all the stress all the the procrastination and last minute he'll take care of that for you and and do all that stuff for you just visit sandpipervacations.com today and tell them that the no new friends podcast sent you <laughs> Well, I hope he has time to now that you just l- literally told people to call him and g- shop for presents for them, too. True. That's literally what you just said. But Don't fine. leave me in charge of the commercials. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. So anyway, this week on Diz is <laughs> doing something about gingerbread houses, Scott. I don't know. <laughs> the, the, the now, gin- there's these gingerbread houses that are put up at some of the hotels. Uh, apparently they're edible because you can buy shingles and eat them. I, I, probably not the You probably can't buy the same shingles that are on the roof. Um, but they 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 do sell shingles that you do eat. Um, if you want to find out more about it, like I will be finding out more about it tomorrow when I record because I have no idea what this is. You can tune in on Tuesday when it drops. Tuesday after Christmas, great timing uh, for for a Christmas episode. You know, a couple days after Christmas, everybody's really in the Christmas spirit on January second. Wait, no, no, no. Chris, the 27th? What? 27th. I don't know. I think I caught whatever that woman has at your 7-Eleven. I can't do math today. Um, anyway, if you guys like gingerbread, you guys are going to love this his episode. High number, because we're, I don't, I don't know what number we're on. But listen, just, just listen to the show. It's a good show. If you like Disney, if you like gingerbread, if you can tolerate me, please just listen to the show. Jesus. Oh, we, were, we were so clean this whole episode, just keeping oh, on track. Yeah. Everything flowed, yeah. and then we just lost it at the end. Um, and then you just talk about Mary's water break. And then I'm like, <laughs> yeah, what, Mary? Was... Mary's pregnant? It, yeah, it's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> oh. If you'd like to connect with Diz His, just check them out. DizHiz.com or DizHiz65 on all social media. I'd like to do a shout-out real quick to the uh, a perfect clean 
in Tennessee. They're a house cleaning company located in the heart of Cookville, Tennessee. They offer residential and commercial cleaning services for Putnam, White, Overton, Cumberland, and Fentress County, Tennessee. Their licensed and insured cleaning specialists offer a deep clean or basic clean to help shine your home a little bit better. Call today for a free estimate, 931-644-0261, or follow them on Facebook at a perfect clean or look up white glove clean Tennessee. So check them out if you're in the Tennessee area. I know we've got a pretty big audience in Tennessee. So check out a perfect clean. Also check out our friends podcast. We've got Remy's round table, the theme park podcast, the nerd archive podcast, which is all about the geeky stuff that you got beat up for in high school. Uh, Diz, uh, Diz his, obviously, uh, big beautiful Diz, the YouTube channel that's hosted by Dane and studio 21, the baseball podcast. Yes, Chris. Before we end this show, when we have less to talk about, because we had jam packed episode today, next week, I will be talking about my date with uh, the host of Big Beautiful Diz Dane, who's been oh, on the show yeah, before. Yeah. So yeah, we're going to talk about that. Yeah, ventured into the middle of nowhere to go to go meet up with somebody I've never met before. Very safe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll talk about that next week. Uh, if you'd like to connect with us, uh, all of our social media links, just visit our website, nonewfriendspodcast.com. Check out our sweet merchandise. Join our Patreon and become a Clubhouse member. That is our friend. Become a friend with benefits. And uh, Chris and I are going to, we're going to work on a couple things uh, next year, we're really committed to really increasing the value of Patreon, so look for that uh, coming soon. On behalf of Ryan, Alex, Chris, and Mary, I'm Scott. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Okay, bye. Bye.